Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Download the Caffeine TV app for free to watch the world-famous Savannah Bananas perform the greatest show in sports. The Banana Ball World Tour is live on Thursday, June 29th and Friday, June 30th at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific. What's up, family? Welcome into Speak. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Some of us got to hang out with each other last night watching the women's soccer match. Angel it City. was phenomenal. Angel City. Flick, how did you enjoy it? Oh, it was fantastic. It, it, it was your shoes coming to see your shoes. <laughs> That's right. We did good. We did good, baby. We did. We won. Oh, That's right. We, we won, won, baby. 2-1 final? We got yes. it done. 2-1 yep. final. By the time we showed up, it was 2-0. So, unfortunately, I didn't get to see an Angel, Angel City goal, but I got to go back. Yes, we are going. We're going back in September. Can, can you take me this on? Katie, so I'm inviting you personally. Oh, invite me. That is Slick Rick, the Buchanan Afar, and this is a brilliant Joy Taylor, Eagles all-time Russian leader, my guy, always fresh, LaShawn, Katie, McCoy. Let's get to it. It's about to be a fun day. I've been waiting all day for this show, mm. for this specific topic. Just 24 hours away from NBA free agency, but here's the report you need to be made aware of. Kyrie Irving, y'all. Kyrie Irving allegedly planning on meeting with the Phoenix Suns. Now, remember, Suns already added Bradley Beal. So what is their roster currently? Beal? Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and now Kyrie Irving is planning on a visit. A sign and trade could potentially be worked out with the Mavericks if indeed the Mavericks do have legitimized interest in acquiring DeAndre Ayton and Kyrie Irving has even more legitimized interest in going to the Phoenix Suns. Shady, when I think about this combination of pieces, this would be maybe the most name brand star studded by back of Jersey names team since that Lakers team that had Carl Malone, Gary Payton, Shaq and Kobe. Like this would be an iconic by names team. This is no small deal, no small potential announcement. But does Kyrie to the Suns make sense for you? I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not so many teams I can say that Kyrie won't make sense. It's Kyrie Irving. I think when I, when I watched him play, and, and even after we got traded from Brooklyn to the Mavs, he put up some numbers, though. Mm -hmm. All right, he was scoring a rock. He was, what, top five, I think, in, the, in fourth quarter, or, yeah, fourth quarter points. Like, he was, he was holding it down. So I, I still think he has that type of take-over-the-game type of mentality, though. I think he, it, we miss who he really is because he off-the-court things and et cetera, but it is Kyrie Irving. So now you have Bradley Bill, you have Devin Booker, you have mm -hmm. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Hmm. You could put us on the bench. We'll make it happen. <laughs> Seriously, we'll make it happen, though. So I, I love the move. I just think that, like, like, now I think Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving can finally, you know, finish what they started. 
And we thought in Brooklyn we would get this, but Kyrie's off the court stuff. And then even when uh, KD has some injuries here mm-hmm. and there, you never get to see them focus and watch them play together. We ain't see that. So if we get a chance to see them in, uh, in Phoenix, oh, my God. But, Shady, what we've realized, though, is that, like, adding stars doesn't necessarily add chips. That's mm-hmm. why I don't love the move. I don't even love the thought <laughs> but, of but, the move. But this many stars? This is some different stars right here, though. This is some stars, Ooh. but what are you going to get out of it? I mean, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, James Harden. We didn't know what that was going to ha- what that was going to do, and ultimately, mm-hmm. it amounted to nothing. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, an injured Chris Paul, a late arriving Kevin Durant. Obviously, didn't have a ton of time to mess together. Right. Did get past the first round, but, but you saw what happened when they ran into that beast on a couple of the games. Denver Nuggets. Only a couple games, I believe, only eleven games prior to uh, the playoffs. At most, it might have actually just been eight in the regular season. Kevin Durant. Devin Booker, Chris Paul. But when you add all these stars, Joy, I just don't know that it makes sense. It doesn't to me. Why would you need Kyrie Irving? There's one ball. There's one ball. There's only so many shots that can be taken. You have Kevin Durant, the god. You have Devin Booker. He shoots. He likes to shoot. He likes to shoot. He likes to shoot the ball. He shoots that ball. And he should shoot the ball. He should be shooting the ball. uh, That's just two. Bradley Beal. He be shooting. He, he averages quite a few points a game. Yes, in order to go score that many points, you have to shoot the ball shoot. a certain amount of time. And now Kyrie Irving. What is the main thing that each of these guys do? Yeah. Get buckets. There's only one hoop and one ball. It's, it's too much. If there if it was more of a dynamic two-way element to this lineup of stars, mm-hmm. then I would be into it. Or if they hadn't added Bradley Beal already. But you already did that. Yeah. So Bradley Beal and Kyrie Irving, I like, it's nice to have a lot of good, but you have all of the same thing. Mm. Where's the defensive presence? Well, you're certainly losing any of their, your height if you get rid of DeAndre Ayton, which you would mm-hmm. have to do in order to get Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie Irving would have been extremely valuable in that role that Bradley Beal is playing, but Bradley Beal's already there. Right. So I, I just don't it, – it, it sounds good, it stars, it's exciting, but you also have – Quite a few extra roster spots that you have to fill out. And as we've seen time and time again, this really happens with every championship, but we've got a lot of this this year in the postseason. Those role players, those bench players, they matter. And if you don't have good, a good bench or, or a player on a bench that doesn't know what they're doing, <clears throat> it can ruin the season. <laughs> so I, I love the idea of it if they hadn't already made the Beal move. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I actually proposed the potential of a DeAndre Ayton for Kyrie Irving swap before the Bradley Beal deal if KD and Kyrie wanted to prove it wasn't us, it was them in Brooklyn. That's the reason it didn't work. And then I'm going to give you a, a theory that I have here is that I believe that the reason that KD has not yet quit Kyrie Irving is because he wants to prove that he and Kyrie can do what LeBron and Dwayne Wade did. That they are boys and that we can accomplish the same things that those two did down in Miami. That, that on some level, KD's always been in competition, competition with LeBron to say, I, I, I can do what you did and I can do it one better. But at some point, Shade, and we'll talk to you because you're the one who's waving the flag for this. At some point, you got to realize, you know what? I know what I want to do, but the circumstances are just not going to allow me to do it. And that's the case with the Phoenix Suns right now with Kyrie Irving. Because trading DeAndre Ayton, the last big 
man that you like you talk about being small then they're going to be really yeah. really I mean he did a lot tiny small he did a lot in the last uh in the last game against Jokic. Okay, but that's but that's sarcasm. The, that's the last piece. That's the I mean, we I'm, can't let him go. If <laughs> he's gonna, so dominant. If you I'm not saying not let him go. I'm saying if you let him go, uh, don't go get me another guard. <laughs> like, right. go no, get well, me know, another big. This, but one thing I keep saying is about all oh, this and that about the bench. How we know that Bradley Bill or Kyrie Irving won't go to the bench, and they're okay with that. Because one thing I, I feel like. Even that for the, 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 the Suns to interview Kyrie Irving, it had to go through Booker. It had to go through KD. You know what? That would be a good idea. Yeah, bring him in. He, so it, when you, once you do that, now everything, the egos are out the window. Because now we're, 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 I know it's only one ball. We all know that. We're all scores. But if we want this type of player to come here, or if we want Brad, Bradley Bill to come there, which they okay, we know that, that we're not going to get the shots that we all want. And I feel like a guy like Bradley Bill, a guy like Kevin Durant, they can gel in any, in any scheme. I think that sounds good, 2-5, and you know because you've been in these situations before as a high-level athlete. Everybody has an idea in their mind until they have to live out the reality of it. Mm. That's why people say, what, don't date your crush. Don't date your fantasy. Because it all sounds good in your head how you think it's going to go, and Shady Smirk, and you're telling on yourself with that smirk. It sounds good with an idea of how you think it's going to go yeah. until you're actually in that situation because there is only one ball. Mm. Kyrie is not going to get the shots he wants to get. Bradley Beal is one of four players to average 30-plus points in two of the last four seasons. So you know he has to get his shots. Joy's already alluded to it. Kevin Durant, you know he's a multiple-time scoring champion. His shots will be taken. Devin Booker is probably the best scorer currently of those four players. Right. So Devin Booker has to get his yeah. shots. And in theory, it's Devin Booker's team because he's been there significantly longer than anybody else. Yeah. So I just think it's very convoluted. These guys think it makes sense. But to me, when you're actually living it out, everybody will be Here's there. the other part is that it, there are different types of scorers. If any of these guys were Ray Allen, if they were, any of them were a catch-and-shoot mm -hmm. type scorer that don't need the ball in their hands to get theirs, I would say, I, I, there's, uh, look, honestly, I had, had a talk with uh, my son this morning about this, and he said, did you see this? I was like, yeah. He, and I go, it's crazy. He goes, it doesn't make any sense. He goes, but I kind of want to see it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, there's a part of me that I'm with you, Shade. Like, I just want to see it because it's so crazy. But in terms of believing that it would work, like if you just gave me some guys that don't need the ball to create their shot so that they could play off of whoever the ball dominant one or two guys are, I might be able to go along with you. But I just don't can see I, how you make that work. Can I, can I ask you a question? So you can't manipulate the, the minutes, right? Like, you, like you're, even, okay, with Luka, even and with Kyrie, you see how like they might have Kyrie playing a little bit longer with the bench to give them some offense. Yeah. So now if I have four of these dudes, though, not yeah. two, but four of them that can score at any given time, I can't manipulate the, the, the I, times or, you, you or the, actually, the minutes so actually, I can get some guys on the bench and et cetera? There's an argument to be made there because of Thank load you. management. <laughs> except, you. except you've invested so much money in these guys. Mm -hmm. If you're going to juggle their minutes, so you're not going to have all four on the floor all the time. I mean, you can, like the different parents. Or like, like, you know, start the game off. So then maybe right. you want to close the game. Right. Right? You, you know, but here's, but you, now you're going to need more supporting cast. Here's my thought, though. We keep talking about the Suns, but, Joy, do you think it makes sense for Kyrie? 
Because Kyrie is the player who goes to Brooklyn, and he goes to Brooklyn, and he recruits Kevin Durant. And then we acquire Steve Nash, even though they didn't necessarily want a coach. Then Steve Nash mm. gets a run-up out of there, and Kyrie's like, you know what? Without telling Kevin Durant, that's word on the street, he goes to Dallas. Now in Dallas, you fall from the sixth seed in the playoffs, I believe, when Kyrie showed up, all the way to the 11th seed. You don't even make it into the play-in. Mm. Some say the Mavericks tried to tank. There were some tanking allegations there. Now Kyrie can hit free agency. He'd have to take less to go to Phoenix just based upon cap numbers. I won't bore you all with the numerology of it all. But does it make sense for Kyrie Irving, not the Phoenix Suns? I mean, what does Kyrie have to prove? So, I mean, I think Kyrie, at this point, all he cares about is playing basketball and being happy. I don't, I don't think that Kyrie's in the conversation of, I got to go win a championship outside of LeBron or anything. Like, I, that kind of phase of Kyrie to me is past. Like, Ky- we know what Kyrie is at this point. That's why I don't blame what happened in Dallas on Kyrie last year. You know who Kyrie Irving is? You guys were bad defensively before you brought in Kyrie Irving. You brought in Kyrie Irving and you expected to get better defensively. That's not Kyrie's fault. That's not what you brought him there for. So I, I, don't, I don't know that it makes sense or doesn't make sense for Kyrie. I think Kyrie's main goal at this point is to, to play well and enjoy where he is. So if he's not happy in Dallas and he wants to go to Phoenix, that's fine. Uh, to me, this move being about, like, friendship or proving something wrong, to be honest with you, I don't even think about Brooklyn anymore. I'm so happy to be not talking about that mess. Done with it. I put it behind me. I don't even remember. You're talking about it's like a buried memory. I'm like, I don't remember. I, don't remember. I need a therapist to dig into that. I don't even want to talk about Brooklyn. I don't care. It was a disaster. There were many layers of why that went wrong, and I don't blame KD for all of it. I don't blame Kyrie. There's plenty of blame to go around. At this point, Phoenix is trying to build a champion. Does Kyrie Irving put you in a place to win the West and get to the finals, knowing what you're going to have to go up against in the West? It's not just shooting that you need. You got shooting. You've got lots of shooting. Kyrie is a shooter, and I would love this if Beal wasn't there. What you're going to need is size. What you're going to need is depth. What you're going to need is defense. Who's in the West? Who are you going to have to get through to get through the West and get to the finals and potentially win a championship? Kyrie is a great player, but Kyrie is going to work best in a situation that allows him to be Kyrie. It's not about egos to me. It's about literally do these players fit together and the way that they play put together a formula to win a championship. And in the West, I don't know that it does. Here's what's fascinating to me, Slick. I have one thought, uh, rebuttal to it before we take it home to break. I don't know what value Kyrie currently adds to a championship team anymore. And I don't say that as a slight. I say that as a genuine statement. I'm not saying I don't know what value he adds derogatory. I'm saying quite literally, I am not sure what value Kyrie adds. So I'm hopeful that somebody would tell me. Why? He's not a defender. He's not a conduit to success. He's not a conduit to other players around him getting better. He gets his own buckets, but quite literally, how efficiently does he get his own buckets? And at what cost is Kyrie Irving getting buckets? Because when Kyrie Irving was getting buckets with the Dallas Mavs, you saw Luka was not having those 58, 20, and 10 games, those 50, 18, and 10 games, Luka was not being talked about nearly as much once Kyrie showed up. So I don't say this to be derogatory. When Kyrie Irving was with the Boston Celtics, Jalen Brown had to take a step back. He could not come into his own. Now you see Jalen Brown as a second-team All-NBA caliber talent, at least in the regular season. So I genuinely am curious, not saying this with any disrespect, I'm curious as to what value yeah. do you think Kyrie Irving can provide to an aspiring champion team? Well, that's what's so crazy about this conversation, like that we would be adding Kyrie Irving to the Phoenix Suns with what end goal? To win a championship? Yes. Joy just said she doesn't know that that's what Kyrie's end game is. 
So why would Kyrie be going there other than it would be to play with KD, to play with his buddy and to hang out and to do that? And that, I, this, this, this whole thing is not – the heart of it is what does Kyrie want? And I, Shade, I'll, you, you're, you're the, the yeah, Kyrie call on me. expert on this. I, I mean, for, we can't say he don't want a championship. Right? We, we can't say that. What do you think he wants? Yeah, what does he want? Talk to first, him. First, first of all, I'll say this. I, I think that – I don't know if Kyrie Irving has a super big market like people may think. No, I don't right? think he does. Okay. I think you're right. So that's one part of it, right? So this, and then out of other teams, this may be the best team or option for him because, they, one, they got a lot of players, and two, they're going to pay him a certain amount of money, and Kevin Durant is his man. Do you think this would be better for him to go to Phoenix than to stay in Dallas and, and try to finish the job that they started? Well, we can't even start, start to finish. I mean, he don't know Luka like that. They got there, what, half the season? That ain't his man. So, KD is man. I'm going to say this. I think that, yes, it's probably better. KD's go- got some other men, like, already. Oh, so. I, I think that saying. K- I've got Booker I think that, that Kyrie should go over there with the Suns and build that thing together. That would be nice. Only, only, what, two of them got championships? Mm-hmm. At a minimum, Ooh. it would be very fun to watch. Ah, he be, <laughs> you know, Kyrie, he be doing that. Ah. <laughs> Kyrie Irving in the midair? In Phoenix? Ah. I want to see it. We might see it like once a game. Well, we all want to see LeBron James and Bron me playing together. There's been a little cryptic social media post that caused much speculation from the NBA world. In case you missed this, you have to see what the James gang has been posting. That's up next. But don't forget, you can check us out every day on the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Nah, dope that must feel though. Like- Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here, and I am so happy to announce my new interview series, The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations. Every Monday, we will bring you a candid conversation with the most influential voices in college football. From Colorado's Coach Prime to Coach Saban down in Tuscaloosa, we sit down and discuss all things college football. Download The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to the new Joel Klatcho YouTube channel. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's well known that LeBron James' dream is to play with his son, Bronny, in the NBA. Now, Bronny hasn't even started his first season at USC. He's going to be an incoming freshman. But NBA analysts, NBA analysts, they created a mock draft with him going to the Hawks at number 17. That's next year's draft. So LeBron jumped on social media, and he posted an interesting Instagram story. Well, ATL Shawty, the James gang will be pulling up, post quote, along with crying, laughing emojis. Shay, do you feeling this one a little wait, bit wait, wait. for my life? Yo, today, why huh? can't we do this? Hold up, man. Can we get something like that? What happened? Like the gang, the, the LeBron James gang? Come on. They're going to think you're throwing up gang signs. Nah, they, the handshake is did. The handshake. I didn't see it. I ain't. Oh, never mind. Go with Joy. Go with Joy. No, but it was the handshake. I'm, I'm telling you, bro. It was like, I, was, ah. I had to read prompter. You know, I had to focus on getting us work. to the topic so I can really, you know, have all the fun that you were having. Here come this chair again. <laughs> Here come this chair again, bro. Somebody's oh, got a remote go. control on that thing. Uh, oh, yeah, that's going to take us more work than live, bro. We can't, we can't figure that out like well, this. We got to get there, though. 
We'll get there. I mean, we're only one year into the show, not even so, four years. Are you be brawny? Yeah, that's See. a lie. <laughs> oh, that's some work. That's uh, some work. Brawny. Joy, do you love or hate LeBron's post? I love it. I love it. And I want you guys to get used to seeing this brawny propaganda because it is not going to slow down. <laughs> it's all. not going anywhere, particularly if you live in L.A. I mean, you're talking about the, the greatest player of our generation. Son playing for USC and potentially getting drafted. A player who is the king, king, who was just playing in the Western Conference Finals last year, whose son may be in the NBA very soon. Mm -hmm. Of course he's going to post this. And it, listen, I understand this is going to irritate some people. Today is a very interesting day. I'm going to tell you this right now. We're going to be supporting our own moving <laughs> forward. So, so just get used to that. That's what's gonna, you're going to be seeing a lot more of this activity, and it's going to be intentional. So you're welcome for that. If this irritates you, I suggest you maybe learn another language. That's probably not your deal if this, you don't like this. Maybe get that real estate license or something. Pick it up another hobby, because you're going to be seeing a lot of Bronny coming from LeBron, a lot of conversations about Bronny going to the NBA. If you don't like it, this is a good time to get out of sports, because I'm here for it, and I, I support this type of uh, activity, so particularly on a day because, like today. Because you're, you're suggesting that it's, watch out, this is about to start. It done started. Yes, like, <laughs> I'm beyond used to it. I'm like numb to it at this point, which is why I don't hate it. Like, I would tell you why all of this is crazy. I would hate it if I was the Atlanta Hawks. Hmm. I would hate it if I was the Los Angeles Lakers. Hmm if I was running those teams. Because you're creating this expectation and this and everything. It's a mock draft, okay? And I could make a case where, come on now, Bronny James being the 17th pick, his, his uh, stock has been elevating like Bitcoin. Like, based on nothing, we just keep elevating the value of it. And I fear that we're putting this so high, he's not going to live up to it. And I don't want to see that crash because all accounts, he's a good kid. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't deserve that. But am I going to get mad at this? No. Somebody else put the mock draft out. LeBron James is having fun with it. I, like I said, I'm beyond. I, I've come to expect it. Listen, listen, this is, this is America. That's all we do. We find stories to build up, to knock them down. That's, that's what it's that made for. True. Yeah. So, that is so true. Once you decide to play basketball mm. and they call you Bronny and you're LeBron James' son, this is mm. what you got to live with. I love it. I love everything about it. Just to see, like, first of all, I always love LeBron off the court. Obviously on the court. He's just a great father, family yep. man. He's one of the best role models I've ever seen in sports. Right. So to see that, I, I loved it already just from him being a good dad. Now your son, they're saying there's a potential to go to the NBA? And you could play with him as an athlete. You know how that makes me feel? Just to think about, man, if I could, if my son, and first of all, if I'm that good, where I can stick around for my son to get to the same level and play in the same game, same team, mm -hmm. Le LeBron, I don't care if you with the Lakers, whoever you with, pro stat. That's your son. I love everything that's going on with that. I don't like it. <laughs> you, don't, you don't like that? But here, it's, it's, it's deeper for me. The okay. reason I don't like it, okay. I love LeBron's intention. I love his intention. I love his intention. I don't love the domino effect of the potential action, mm. in part because of what Slick's alluding to. Uh, I am not a parent, but my dad is incredibly proud of what his two sons have made it to the National Football League have accomplished. Mm -hmm. Incredibly proud. But anytime I show up somewhere, my dad, dad is very quick to brag about what my brother or what myself has done, to the point where it's like, hey, just like, don't. 
you, you're putting the pressure on us to now have to keep due. Mm. Oh, my boys did this, my boys did that. <laughs> I don't necessarily want all that pressure because to Shady's point, people build you up just to tear you down. Right. And so the more you are built up, especially if it is your loved one building you up, because they love you, by the way, no slack at all, right. then that fall from grace, if there ever is a fall, could be further because you raise me up higher. The other reason I don't love it, and again, I'm talking personally, going to be a little vulnerable if I can. I've been the second son. Y'all realize we ain't talked about Bryce once. Well, Bryce is, we're not, there's a reason we're not yo, talking about Bryce. Bryce is a child. No doubt about it. Bryce is going to be better than Brownie. No doubt about it. Yeah. But Bryce, Bryce is like the 80 tall. Bryce is. He's young. I, I'll say all that. Okay. But I know this. Bryce going to be a senior when what? LeBron, you going to be in ATL, shawty? Because LeBron's in L.A. Okay. watching Bronny Jr. We mm. saw LeBron mm. watching Bronny's mm. game. Uh-huh. That's a great Bronny's point. at USC. LeBron's still a point. Laker. LeBron can go watch Bronny's games. So you're going to go be with Bryce. You're going to go be with Bronny, wherever Bronny happens to be across the globe, and Bryce going to be where? Bryce is, a ch- Bryce is a child. He was born after Bronny. No, I'm saying and, this. And like LeBron is probably not going to be playing when Bryce is no, I'm not saying play with him. My bad. I'm not, I'm not speaking clearly enough. Right. I'm saying Bron has been very present watching and Bronny's game. Okay. Bronny and Bryce played together at Sierra Canyon. Right. So you could kill two birds with one stone. If Bronny and LeBron are in Atlanta and Bryce is still in okay, L.A., uh, who listen, watching wait, Bryce? Wait, this is family business. We get real in the weeds here about protecting Bryce. Like, yeah. He, w- huh? That gets LeBron's son. When, Bry- when it's Bryce's turn, he's going to pump up Bryce. Bryce is a child. He's not a child. He's not a child. He's not a high child. School? He's a high school. He's going into junior year. What are high school children? Are they children? But Bronny, I'm saying, think about what Bronny. We've been talking was, about Bronny. We talked about Bronny as a high school Shady, uh, help me. player. Help nah, me. Again. <laughs> help what? me, please. Like if he, if he was 12, Bryce, 13, 14, I'd give you that. Bryce is in high school. Bronny is going to so USC. So is Bronny is a year out from potentially going to the NBA. That's why he's doing this. We're like, we're like judging the the James family love no, being spread no, around. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is I'm illuminating the point of when Bronny was a junior, Bronny was in Space Jam 2. Right. When Bryce is a junior, we're talking about Bryce is like, Bronny has been the king of all kings. He's, okay, look, I don't know what we're getting into here. It feels wildly uncomfortable. I yeah. think that Oh, LeBron, we can move topics. I think move. LeBron's going to sprinkle a lot of love on Bryce when it's Bryce's turn. Bryce is in high school. He need to worry about passing some math but tests. But this is Bryce's like, turn. Uh, no, it's not Bryce. It's Bryce is in high school. He's a child. Oh, Bronny was in high school. Oh, my God. Shady. Go, let me Wait, break it down, because uh, uh, I'm, 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 I'm missing it. LeBron's going to love both of his children. <laughs> of course. He got, he got a younger daughter. He's going to love her, too. No, no, so no, no but consider this. Consider this. So LeBron's end game is to play with Bronny. Yes. Right? So the, the James gang moves to Atlanta so that they can play together. Oh, my God. We're getting real ahead of ourselves here. Well, this whole conversation's so about now, being ahead of Bryce, ourselves, though. Is, does Bryce go to Georgia Tech, or does Bryce move to Atlanta and play I, I, I don't, there? We don't know what the 14-year-old, 15-year-old kid's going to do. We don't know <laughs> we that. Don't know. Right. His dad, and he, got his, he got a mom. They sing a strong black family. They're going to work it out. Yeah. So whoever, he might go there. We don't know. I, but I, here's my issue. I don't, the, this conversation itself is my, the issue I had yeah. in the sense of the afterthought. Like, Bryce, when Bronny was Bryce's age, this age that Bryce is now, 
We were talking about Bronny. We were talking about it because there's a potential for LeBron to play with Bronny. There is no potential that LeBron is going to play with Bryce. The reason that we're talking yeah. about this at all is, right. Right, is because Bronny, the eldest son of LeBron James, could potentially play with LeBron James in the NBA. Sure. When it's, when it's time to talk about Bryce... We love you, Bryce, very much. Right, but you're the afterthought. You, no, you're not. That's not. You're not old enough to play with LeBron. No, 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 you're that's the after, what we're talking you're, about. Because this is all about Bron. So this is all about playing with Bron. It is now the weirdest conversation I've had on television. Is, you know what? But, but this is the, so. This is part. This is what makes me uncomfortable. Is the fact that this family dynamic is now on the main stage. It was always going to be on the main stage. It's LeBron no, 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 no. There's ways, there's ways to diminish. Yeah, there's ways play, to yeah, don't play basketball. Why? Yeah, don't play basketball. Don't right. play basketball, for or, one. Or don't be good. Or don't be good at basketball. No, LeBron, good. LeBron would simply say, like, I'm, I'm, my goal is not to play in the NBA with my son. Once you put that out there, that changes the entire conversation. Because now it's, well, where's LeBron going to go? Where's Bronny going to go? Does the, we never even heard from Bronny that that's what he wanted to do. So LeBron's got to come back and say, well, Bronny can do whatever he wants. I just, it, it, it is messy. And I don't like getting into the family dynamics of other people. But when you put it out into the public that this is what I want to do with my family and it's sports and it involves teams, it's hard not to do that. That's all I'm saying. I understand what you're saying, but you do, right? Yeah. Well, at least one of at least one of you. That's why we got four of us up here. <laughs> you're one for three, slick. I think I am too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're well, coming up transitioning to the NFL in a less weird conversation. Aaron Rodgers, he has had a busy offseason with his new team. We'll tell you if we are impressed already by the impact on the Jets. That's next on Speed. Baseball is back, and so is Slippin' Bats. Five times a week, Monday through Friday. So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, save $30 on the American-made Steel FS56 RCE Trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Aaron Rodgers has had quite the offseason with his new team. Not only building chemistry off the field with teammates at sporting events and concerts, but on the field as well. Star wide receiver Garrett Wilson praised his new quarterback saying, quote, I didn't really know how much went into being great, but being around him, that's Rodgers, I can see that now. Close quote. Uh, Joy, you already impressed with the impact on Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. Am I impressed that Aaron Rodgers went to work? Well, I guess depending on what time of year, I would be impressed with that, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> Isn't this what Aaron's supposed to do? Like go and teach the young team how to be good I mean, what greatness is he don't have to bond with you it's a lot of players that don't really bond with other players no he didn't bond with players last year he was very very forthcoming about that mm -hmm. he was made sure everybody knew including them y'all not my people I, I would think that this is the situation with Aaron I mean I I, I like everything that I'm hearing from mm -hmm. 
Aaron and, and the Jets. I guess we all, we got it. We were not fully on them, giving them a couple of days off, so we weren't good on that. But I mean, this is what he was brought there to do. So I, I don't know that I can be impressed with anything until I actually see this all come to fruition during the season. This is what he was supposed to do. He is a great quarterback. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's a four time mm-hmm. MVP. Yeah, he should be rubbing off on the young players. Yeah, see, I'm happy to see this. I'm excited about it because I, I feel differently how you feel because, like, you, you don't have to do that. I've been around some, some players that's really, really good, and they don't deal with each other. It's like, yo, they come in there, they, got, they, got, they take their notes, they go to practice, and then they leave. It's not a bad thing, but I don't think it's a great thing. What he's doing with the Jets, we've never seen Aaron Rodgers be like this with his teammates, build that chemistry, that bonding. I mean, he's teaching all the young guys new, new things as far as how to be a leader, how to be a winner. All the interviews you see with, with all the younger um, players, they speak highly of him, how he's teaching them this, teaching them that. He's a great leader in the locker room, so you need that. I think this is the beginning to something that could be special, um, I think, come season time. Did you ever doubt that he was going to do this? I did. Really? It's not, it's not who he is. Okay, but. And look, for, for you know like, like Brett Favre, right? He was the same way. Like, yo, like, look, I'm here to win championships. I'm not here to coach this, get the backups or coach these guys. Some players just don't do that. You'd be surprised in the locker room that we're great players. No, I get that. They do their thing. They be locked in. That's it. But, I mean, you've heard me say it. Like, he's going there with an objective. Like, one, he knows what the expectations are. But, two, he wants to show Green Bay. You guys made a mistake. So the fact that he's coming in and he's all about that does not surprise me in the least. He's got revenge on his mind. And it's so to answer the question, no, it doesn't impress me because I know where it's coming from. And I never had a concern that he wouldn't be this Aaron Rodgers, that he was going to try to be everything that Green Bay has suggested that he's that he's not right. My question is, when they don't meet expectations, when things get a little rough, when the water gets troubled now, which Aaron Rodgers am I going to see? Is he going to be the galvanizer? Or is he going to be what we've seen before, which is like, I don't like my offensive coordinator, or we got issues here, or these guys are too young, or whatever it might be. That's the question See, I, that I have. And that's a good point. But I think like, like playing ball where you, you can understand this. Like, let's say, um, help me out with this. Like, if I say something to you, we don't have no relationship. We just play football. I'm on defense, you're on defense yep. right? And you mess up assignment or something don't go well. And I'm like, yo, hey, Acho, what the, compared to we have a relationship that we built an off-season, and you say something, you know it comes from a, 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 place. a positive mm, place. Mm, like, damn, mm, Shay mm. just won't get me better. That's so right. I do think that, like, having a relationship with, with somebody you're working with, playing or not, yep. if I say something to you in a certain way, you can take it better yep. compared to, like, I'll give you an example. Um, Charles Clay, tight end, with the Dolphins, and then he went to the Bills. And uh, we didn't have a relationship, really. We was cool, like, respect. I know who he was, you know who I was. I was the guy of the offense, so, you know, we're going to do what I want. Anyway. He, he missed a block or something. Man, I was like, hey, I cussed him on the sideline. And guess what he did? Cussed you right he back. He said, hey, don't talk to me like that. And we had a little, you know, words. But after the game, oh, I'm sorry, halftime, I came and said, look, I apologize. I get a tense in the games. It was our first game playing. It was our first game. I said, we don't know each other that well for me to come at you like that. Yeah, yeah. And I want you to know that going forward, everything I say to you, you can say to me, and I want the best for us. And that was like the first time I realized, like, dang. I can't just speak to anybody a certain way because he don't know me. We don't have no real bond because he just got traded there and I just got traded there. So we kind of worked it out. It is, I guess, the bare minimum. But for Aaron Rodgers, it's not the bare minimum because Aaron Rodgers hasn't usually done this. 
I think that's probably the interesting piece. For, but this ain't him. It's not him. For a quarterback like uh, Tom Brady, you might expect oh, yes. this. Uh, yes. A quarterback who you know to be a teammate, kind of galvanizing guy, you might expect this. Aaron Rodgers really just does the bare minimum outside of between the white lines. He shows up, does what he needs to do, but he just does it at an MVP caliber level. That's why this is so fascinating, what he's done all offseason cultivating different relationships, because I do think it matters. Yeah. Say what you will, there's conversations, there's friendships, there's brotherhood, there's all these things within a locker room that they transcend the conversation. And on game day, when you need to make a play, the fact that you and your roommate was breaking bread the night before, the fact that you and your roommate go way back, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase having the relationship mm. they have on the football field, it's not coincidence. Right. Yes. Like right. the fact that they are like this, it means something. Mm. Well, keeping it in New York after making the playoffs last year, Daniel Jones and the Giants, they've grown confident heading into the season saying, quote, we know we can compete with anybody, close quote. But y'all have to remember, it's not just about Daniel Jones. Their superstar running back Saquon Barkley, he might hold out the entirety of the season. He's been franchise tagged. He doesn't like the franchise tag. Can the Giants do it without Daniel Jones or excuse me, without Saquon Barkley? That's a question that we might end up having to ask. But for right now, the real question, Joy, do you expect the Giants to take a step back this year? Now, remember, Giants, I was the one on this show demanding that we show you love. Remember that 6-1 start? And I was like, we're not talking about the Giants. Remember well, that? You don't just get to, the, get to the point. Yeah. And then remember, remember how many games they, they finished with? How many games did they win? Nine. 9-7-1. Like Look, somebody's got to take a step back. This, this, this Saquon Barkley business, it's, it's not good for business. Let's just be honest. Like, he's the, whether the, they want to admit or not, the most talented and most important player on the team. And right now, they're in a contract dispute. Now, it'll all get over or it won't, and we'll see what happens with it. But all of this, like, talk about the emergence of the New York Giants is like we graded them on a curve, but then we're, like, praising them the same as the students that actually, like, really got the A. Mm. They won nine games last year. The Lions were a half game back from them. Would you be surprised if the Lions passed them and they took a step back this year? Three teams from that division made the playoffs last year. Do you think that's going to happen again? If you had to guess which one of those teams wasn't going to make the playoffs out of the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the Giants, which team? Commanders. Well, yeah, we, we, we know that. Uh, Daniel Jones is, is what's interesting to me because we think Daniel has talent. Obviously, he played well enough to get paid. Getting paid changes the expectations as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But Shady, if I told you he had less passing touchdowns than Justin Fields last year, would you believe me? No. Because he did. Why mm. you say no like that? Yeah. <laughs> because Justin Fields didn't have a lot of passing touchdowns. He don't, he don't throw the ball. He had 17. What, 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 what you getting at? I'm saying, is Daniel Jones that guy? Like, he, we thought he had a good season last year, right? Yeah. Like, he had a good season. Played well. He played did, he well. Play, did he have a great season? Did he have a season that now we are just penning the Giants into the postseason? Or do we think that Dayball greatly improved the Giants and we were impressed with mm. that? So, but even with that point, so, okay, I, 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 never, I thought he was below average quarterback, right? Mm -hmm. I seen what Brian Dayball, which I seen what he did with Josh Allen, yeah. right? I, I played with him and he did a great job. So, the way he's using Daniel Jones is different, though. Like, he's running the ball. Yeah. yeah. Right? He, and, and then even when, you, when he could do that, so now as a defense, okay, we got to prepare for that. Even the Giants don't even do it a lot, but I got to prepare for him running. Mm -hmm. And I got to give him credit. Like, he looked way different than what we've seen him. So that lets me know that, okay, if he's getting better off of, off of one year with Dayball, not even a full year, what's he going to be like next year? Yeah. I don't know. His, I don't think his ceiling is super high, but 
it could be high enough where they can potentially win with him. That's all I'm saying. They could potentially win with him. I will probably, you know, take care of Saquon first. Right. If I had to pick out of the two. But I do think you can win with him because he showed you, that. So then do you think that the Giants will take a step forward or take a step back this year? 9-7-1 last I, you year. Know where what? are you putting them at? And, and it's, are we just saying Saquon's? Assume Saquon's there. Yeah, Saquon's there. Assume he's there. Yo, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I, I, I think they, yes. I can see them going to a playoff, mm. the playoffs, and winning a game. Again, yeah. And, and then you never know. I, I mean, because this league is hard, you know, and they get to the next, the next you know, um, playoff run and, and, yeah. and, and win a game. It is interesting. Round, so. I, I think the Giants will have either the same record or maybe a slightly worse record. Again, for those NFL fanatics who are familiar with the schedule, the NFC East has to play the AFC East this year. So the NFC East has to play the Buffalo Bills, the New England Patriots, the Miami Dolphins, and New the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. Last year, the NFC East had to play the AFC South. Houston Texans, the Colts, the Titans. It was, just, it was just a much more of a cakewalk yeah. than it will be this year. So record-wise, the Giants I have them starting the season at 1-5. and five. I think they will lose to the Cowboys. I think they will beat the Cardinals. I think they will lose to the Niners, lose to the Seahawks, oh, lose to the Dolphins, the lose Bills. to the Bills. Yep. The question is this. Mm. From week 7 to week 15, mm-hmm. when you get to play the Commanders twice, when you get the Raiders, when you get the Jets, when you get the Patriots, when you get the Packers, when you get the Saints, can you make hay there? Because I see them starting 1-5 and five or at best 2-4. and four. Can you make hay there? But as Joy was talking and I was listening, I was like, I can see them making the playoffs again, Hmm. primarily because the NFC is so down. After the Eagles or Cowboys win the division and the Eagles or Cowboys take the five seed, the Saints win the division or make it the Bucks or the Panthers, whoever you want to make it there. After the Packers or whoever wins that division, the question really is, okay, you'll give the five seed to the Eagles or you'll give the five seed to the uh, Cowboys. You give the six seed to either one. You give the six seed to the Niners. You give the six seed to the Seahawks, maybe to the Rams. Can the Giants be better than like, the Packers, the Lions. Who's talking about the Vikings? Packers? The Lions, the Vikings. Are they, how, much, how much better are the Bears going to be? Correct. We don't know what the NFC South is going to be this year. But I think the but you Giants, don't think they're all in the same. I think they're all in the same. I think they're all in the same. But that's why I'm saying uh-huh. I wouldn't. There are going to be new teams in the playoffs this year. On average, there are six new teams in the playoffs every yeah. single year. Yeah. We do the thing on paper. We do the thing. Well, they had this year last year, so they're going to repeat it this year. And I'm not saying that it they won't. It wasn't a great year, though. Yeah, nah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, not, games. I'm not yeah. saying that they yeah, won't. No. They very well could. And, and Debo is an incredible coach. And Daniel Jones had a, had a good year, good, good enough year. to get paid. And Saquon had an incredible year. So they very well could. I'm just saying, would I be sh- would I clutch my pearls if the Giants fell off and one of those other teams took a step up? If the what? Lions took, I, I, I if the Vikings won the division and the Lions made the playoffs, would I be surprised? They were half game back from the Giants last I year. I wouldn't be surprised, but I guess what's fall off mean to you? What do you what's fall off? Lose from one, one? Lose, lose a game that they won last year. Yeah, okay, bet. See, yeah. I wouldn't classify that. But, as it, but if you're talking about a, if you're talking about a, no, not fall off, but the question is take a step back. Yeah. If you're talking about a group of teams that are all kind of in the same bunch, because the Giants did not have a great season last year. It's wildly exaggerated. They had a good season last year. Great season for them, actually. Right, that's what I'm saying. You're grading it on the curve. If you want to be honest, they had a good first half of the season. Mm -hmm. That's where they made their hay. And they made their hay against teams that weren't very good. When When the competition stiffened in the second half, that's when they struggled, mm-hmm. right? Then they struggled to the finish. I could see where they would take a step back record-wise, but to Shady's point, they would be a better play, a better team. Because they're, they're, I was in, I'm really curious. You put the Jets in the mix of the teams that they should beat or that are easier in the second half. I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily put them or the Lions at this stage. I think they're, they're in that mix too, right? Yeah, schedule right ahead of um, us. That... No line. That I look at those no as, as, as 
necessarily easy team. Yeah. And even though Washington is not a good team, they're – in the division. The kicker right. for me is that's where they have to make their hay. I'm not saying it's easy. I but you. I'm saying, like, you, in my mind, the Giants are not going to have a great chance at beating the Niners, Bills, Dolphins. Yep. Yep. I understand Seahawks, obviously, that was a great game, if I'm not mistaken, when they played last year. I think they had a great matchup. But you have, if you're going to make the playoffs or make hay at all, you got to do it versus the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You have to do it mm-hmm. versus Washington. You, gotta win you the have game to just do it to versus win. the Raiders. Yep. Correct. And then you got to go win a couple that you're probably not supposed right. to win. Which happens too. Which does You waste some games you're supposed to win, you lose some games you're supposed to, you shouldn't lose. Shady, when you look at the muddled puddle, if you will, of the Giants, uh, the Lions, the Bears, the Packers, the Vikings, when you look at the, I'll put the Seahawks in there, I'll put the Rams in there. When you look at that whole yeah. kind of muddled puddle of teams, who do you think will be the team that ascends to make the playoffs, the one or two from there? Give me one or two from there? Yeah, give me one or two from like that. I mean, we because we are talking about it, it's like they're, they're, they're all like in that same boat. Um, but I, I mean, I can see Detroit winning. Uh, I can see, um, see the Giants come to the playoffs. I mean, let me give you one more. No. I don't watch the Seahawks. <laughs> Maybe the um, you're not in on the Seahawks. The Vikings. I mean, I just they're in that boat too. Yeah, I don't, they're in. To okay. me, all those teams are yeah. nine, ten win teams. Nine, they're ten, all right. nine, ten right. win teams. This is what I'm curious because I I feel like we have varying opinions here on Daniel Jones, and I look at the additions that they made with Darren Waller and nice Paris Campbell, right? And the success last year, to your point, Shady, was that he ran the ball more, mm-hmm. and he also like. He didn't throw it downfield. They, they, they used him conservatively, and he was efficient in that. Based on the personnel that they're adding, feels to me like they're, they're going to try to stretch the field. I think so, too. Right? Slowly. Give an inch by inch of the playbook. So the question is, do you buy that you can open up the playbook and Daniel Jones will be able to fill it? I do. But the reason I do is I think coaches can make players better, yeah. significantly better. Yeah. We saw what Dable did with Josh Allen. I also think, and Joy brings us up all the time, rushing yards matter. Hmm. So at the point in which Daniel Jones only had 15 passing touchdowns, I believe he had five rushing, five rushing touchdowns, but he had 740. Yeah, he, he, had, he, had, seven an, yards. he had an amazing, yeah. he did an amazing yeah. job running the ball. Yeah, but, but we don't speak about Justin Fields that way. No, but Justin Fields didn't have the efficiency passing as well. So I'm like... I, I, I'm just saying, we all know that if, you, if that's the balance between passing and, and running the ball, and Daniel Jones is very capable of running the ball, he's great at it. In fact, that's why they have him do it. You have to throw the ball also. Correct. The difference for me is I believe Daniel Jones, and, and I'll need help off camera, I think he only had five interceptions. I think he had 15 passes. Yeah, this, this, five was, this, was his best, this was his best um, touchdown. Yeah, he led the yeah. league in, in, in interception percentage. So I, that's where I'm like, you can win with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you and he wasn't, throwing, he wasn't really throwing to anybody, though. With that Dale Waller move, I, I love that move because now all that running you do, now you get the play action, and you got him on with a linebacker running-wise? I really, with, where I'm at with a joint, I, I don't know. I need to see one more year with Dayball and That's Daniel it. Jones. That's to make fair. Well, they still knew them. They barely knew. They barely knew. Just give me one more year. I will cast a affirmative decision. Hmm. No pun intended. Dayball. After, uh, after <laughs> a year from now. Wow. Okay, coming up, NBA free agency. It is around the corner. Kyrie Irving, he has a pivotal decision to make. Will there be a reunion with Kevin Durant in Phoenix? Oh, we got to talk about that. But also, a little James Harden breaking news. Allegedly opting back in with the Sixers, but he might not play another game there. That's next on Speed. Is that, that's, that that's where? Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers 
to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, little breaking news that we have been waiting for. What in the world was going to happen with James Harden? As we check in on our social life, the social temperature, we see Justin from Tom's Carnia. James Harden is opting into his $35.6 million deal for next season. In order for the 10-time All-Starter and the 76ers to work together on a trade out of Philadelphia. Okay, so what this means, James Harden is going to opt into his deal, but he won't actually play another game for the Sixers. Slick, break down the ration behind that for the viewers at home. So what this means is that uh, the Philadelphia 76ers are not willing to give him the kind of contract that he wanted. The whole idea was that he signed this team-friendly deal so they could sign P.J. Tucker, that he would opt out this year, and then they would give him his bag. Which tells me that Daryl Morey no longer has the juice that he once did because he and Harden have been boys for a while now. He's the reason that Harden is there. Daryl Morey's role for the Sixers. Daryl Morey is the team president, GM. GM he's, in, in, he's in charge of personnel. And there's been some talk about, like, they are not getting where they need to go. And he was the one who brought Harden in. And the Ben Simmons thing didn't work out. Like all of these elements. And so it'll be very interesting to see what the next shoe is that drops. And the teams, as far as the Clippers and the Knicks, are very curious destinations. Because looking just at the contracts that they'd have to send back the other way, like Paul George makes $10 million more. Yeah. So I don't know that that's an even trade. So you'd have to you'd have to aggregate a couple players to be able to make it work. And like I Harden Brunson in the backcourt mm. in New York. Mm. Uh, Am I wrong for saying nobody should want to touch James Harden? Am I wrong for that? You ain't wrong. In, in college, you my, ain't tripping. In college, my coach said this. This is one of the most offensive statements I've ever heard in my oh, life. He said it to a player. It was a, a four four star cornerback. He said, "You know Midas. Everything he touched turns to gold. Gold. That's right. Where everything you touch turns to oh." And I feel like. James Harden. He said that to you? No. Of oh. I feel like. Mm. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I feel like. Shout out Will Muschamp. I feel like everything James Harden touches turns to chaos. I won't say it turns to poop, but I will say it turns to chaos. Because Houston, particularly upon the exit, extremely and utterly chaotic. Brooklyn, extremely and utterly chaotic. The Sixers, Harden arrives. Now, his Sixers obviously have been in some turmoil themselves. But the Sixers, chaotic. If you are an NBA franchise that desires championships, not stardom, why in the world, Shady, would you want to acquire James Harden? I don't get it. Yeah, I, want, I, don't, I don't want him. And I'm a Sixer fan for sure. I mean, just, when, I, when I watch the plays, like, I, I think we're so stuck on what it used to be. Who it used to be. Oh, James Harden. And the name is a big name. Until you see him up close and personal. Right? I, mean, you, I don't see no more explosion. I, I, he still looks quick. He can't get to the hole of the same. Uh, all right, hold on a second. He don't have the same lift. It's, it's over for him. Hold on Slick. a second. How can you be... He's washed. A, I'm gonna just, he's washed. I'm going to say it, bro. How can you be as big of a Kyrie fan as you are? Uh-huh. And be that negative about James Harden. What's the it's, distinction it's, between those two guys? It's not that I'm not being negative. It's not that I'm being negative. I'm being honest. You're being a hater. Like, I wanted him. James Harden. I'm not hating on him. I you wanted are. him to do well for my team, my Sixers. But when I watch him, he has a, a, a 40 point game, game one. And he disappears. When we need you most, you disappear. When we need you most, you disappear. And Kyrie? 
So this type is not about Kyrie Irving. Gotcha. And then it's another an thing, inconvenient like, truth. If, if, if I want to win, if I want to win, he's not one of the options I'm going to get. I don't think that winning is is his priority. It's his main thing that he wants to really do. Joy, do you think that is for James Harden? Is James Harden a conduit to success? You think winning is his priority? Would you want James Harden? Where do you stand? I mean, we we don't. We're not being serious. This is not. A, he's not a serious person. Like this is not. Right? <laughs> I mean, we know what, J- what James Harden's yeah. priorities are. Like, he makes a lot of money. He can have moments where he puts up some shots. Mm-hmm. But they had an opportunity this year. Like, the opportunity was there. It was there for the taking. It was right there. All you got to do is, like, hit some buckets. Just a few. Just, just, just a few. Just hit a few in the fourth quarter. And no points in the fourth quarter in the last three games of that series. It's, Zero. None. Donut. How? He did win game one all by himself. He did? Okay. One game, yes, great. He's good for one game. He is good for one game. There are lots of, there's lots of guys throughout this postseason alone that all we right. could point to and say, yes. that guy did one this, game. that you, won this but, one but game. But you guys got to help Honey me Walter. out here. Like, Joy, are you, are you with Shady in terms of your making a distinction it's between that many. Kyrie and Ke- and well, This many. Give me what Kyrie why did. Why we keep talking I, about Kyrie? I don't know why we're talking about Kyrie. Because, because, because your view of Harden is so disparate Pause. from your view oh. of Kyrie. She paused us. Kyrie is a ring. Hmm. James ain't he's in a ring. With LeBron. I don't think you want to. I don't care you want to win. But I don't think James uh, cares about Did, did, did Kyrie hit that shot? Did Kyrie hit that shot? Okay, but if we're talking about Kyrie Irving right now and James Harden right now, tell me what the great distinction is I'm gonna between the two. I'm going to tell you, one of them is this. Because you guys are singing the praises of Kyrie. I think Kyrie wants to win a championship. I think James Harden wants to get some buckets, one foot in the club and one foot in the court. Well, let's, have a good time. let's talk Kyrie because just over 24 hours away from free agency, word on the street, which we also found out earlier today, Kyrie Irving plans on meeting with, you guessed it, the Phoenix Suns. There might be a reunion between Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Surprise, surprise. Remember, Brooklyn was unsuccessful in their drama-filled stint, but maybe they can change that if there is a reuniting between Kyrie and Harden. Bring us on camera, please. Bring us on camera. We know Kyrie can get buckets. Does this one make sense? Kyrie Irving to Phoenix. Joy, you think KD should want to reunite with Kyrie. Does this move at all make sense in your mind? I don't think it does in this scenario. I think pre-Bradley Beal... I would have said this was a good move or a move that I would have supported. But you have too much of the same thing. The Suns averaged 90.1 field goal attempts per game last year. League average was 88.3 attempts per game. Devin Booker, 20 shots per game. Kevin Durant, 18 shots per game. Bradley Beal, 17 shots per game. Kyrie, 20 shots per game. There's other guys on the floor that got to get shots too. How's all that working? And, And when I really think about how constructing teams that will win a championship we talk about this all the time in the NFL. First thing you got to do is what? Win your division. Then who are you up against the conference? Build a team that takes down the Giants in your conference. Literally Giants. Who do you have to, who do you have to take down mm. in order to get to the finals in the Western Conference? Denver Nuggets. How is Kyrie helping you do that? I guess. So it's not that I think Kyrie isn't a piece that could help a championship team. I think Kyrie still has a lot of value in getting buckets, which is something that James Harden doesn't do consistently. But this team already has the bucket getting set. What they need is defense. What they need is depth. What they need is height. My only thought process to five is could you be different? What I hated, and I will say this honestly now that I'm retired, what I hated about playing defense, we were always reactive. I hated it. 
The offense, y'all got mm. the first 15 plays. Mm. Y'all know what y'all are going to do, at least on snap one. First 15 is really kind of a myth. But y'all got the first 15 plays. Defense, we got to go out there and see what's the offense going to do this game. Shady, what's Shady going to do this game? Quarterback, what's he going to do this game? You always are reacting. Why am I bringing that up in response to Kyrie Irving? Because you could react to the Denver Nuggets and say, well, they're the champs, so we got to find a way to be better at what they do than what they do. Or you could just be different. You can make them Wait react to you mm. because the Nuggets could conversely say, yo, is KCP going to guard Kyrie? Mm. Like, who? Go- okay, if we put Aaron Gordon on KD, who going to guard Book? Mm. Like, oh, snap. If they got Beal and KCP is on Kyrie then who? and Jamal is on Book, then who going to guard Beal? MPJ? Like, you could, rather than being defensive and saying, how can we be better than the Nuggets and what the Nuggets are doing? You know what? Let's flip it on his head. Y'all figure out how to be better than us. That's my only thought process. Yeah. No, it's fair. That's a great point. It's fair. It's fair. But, you know, I want to apologize to you, America, because I I wasn't strong enough earlier when we touched upon this subject. This makes no sense, okay? (laughs) This makes no sense. Like, you made... A case for like high in the sky, right? And and uh, to a degree, if somebody is really good in one thing and you can't beat them doing that, then try to so, change yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. That's why we sometimes do this on the show. We, we <laughs> change the question. <laughs> we don't like you just questions. tried that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I didn't say I'm not guilty of it. <laughs> uh, no, and look, <sighs> it doesn't make any sense on any level. I first looked at it as, okay, this isn't serious. Kyrie's just like, he wants leverage because he wants to get paid. Why, did he, was, why was he upset about Brooklyn? Because they weren't willing to pay him. Okay, so how does he make sure that Dallas is going to pay him? I, gotta, I need somebody else. Well, Phoenix can't pay him. Like, I'm not even sure why, like, the Bucks, or, you know, where they could do a sign-and-trade with Chris Middleton or you could get some money, right? They're not trading DeAndre Ayton for Kyrie Irving. You can, I mean, you can get smaller and you can get more different, but you can't be, like, crazy different, right? Mm-hmm. All scorers, all ball-dominant guys. Like, it sounds good. If I had a fantasy league team, I'd be signing these dudes up. I could kill. But if I got to put them on the court? I don't know, man. He shot down, uh, what, 48%? Down there in 50% from the field. Like, he was balling. I mean, if you could add a guy like Kyrie Irving, you talked about the matchups. Basketball's all about matchups. That's the mm-hmm. thing I had to learn from that to football. Mm-hmm. They always want the matchups. You telling me with Bradley Bill, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving? Matchups? I mean, I know we like Denver, and we keep talking about how Denver is good, and I think that Denver has a chance to, to repeat next year. Yeah. Right? They're that good. Which one of those but is Aaron Gordon going to be putting the, in the hoop every the, the, time the, the, like he did Gabe Vincent? Who? Aaron Gordon. I don't even think it's just oh. Denver, honestly. Denver's just the top. Right. Denver's the top. Right. There's lots of height. There's lots of physicality in the West. Lakers. It's Lakers. Lakers. M- Memphis. Memphis for like sure. The, the, the Warriors chemistry. Like, there, there's a lot here that you have to get through. Denver's just the top of that mountain. Denver's just like, if we have to beat the best, but, that's but, the start. But, but as a coach, imagine being in that locker room. You got to defend these dudes. That's the thing. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that, that's the only argument. Imagine for being it. in that I, locker room. And, and think of which one of these dudes are defending our dude. Thank you. I mean, Thank you. So like, we, we get, I mean, I hear that part, but like sometimes we talk about Kyrie Irving's defense, and, and and we had a chance to interview him before, and he was like, "Yo, I don't just get like beat on, beat on," and he don't. I don't see people go at him like they go at Jordan Poole. I don't see people go at him like they go at Steph. If we just being honest, he's being one hundred. 
So y'all be like, this is getting picked on. I don't ever no, see, I don't see getting, get picked on. I don't think on. he's getting picked on. I don't ever see Bradley Beal just get picked on. I don't ever see this De- uh, Devin Booker just getting picked on. I won't even mention Kevin Durant because I don't ever see him get picked on. So when we be saying this defense thing, and I, I, I get it. Collectively, yeah, if we talked about last year with, with, with the Suns, they didn't have a lot of defense. We mm. can say that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, me watching with my eyes, I've never seen these dudes just go at them just left and right. I don't think I will see that. I think they're too competitive in their nature. Just let somebody just bully them all day and night. Well, speaking of teams that lack defense, the Chargers of L.A. did last year. It's part of the reason why Justin Herbert did not win a playoff game. But Herbert has to take some ownership himself. Yes, Going does. into year four with high expectations, what is on the line? What would success look like for that young star quarterback? That is next on Speak. You know, Kyrie, I'm, I'm always here for Acho. The Chargers season, it obviously ended in disappointing fashion, but they did make it to the playoffs for the first time in quite a while. Justin Herbert, we know about his historical season, especially through the first three years of his career, but there are big projections for this 2023 season. The O-line is bolstered. They are healthy. First-round pick, it was used on rookie wideout Quentin Johnston. The addition of Kellen Moore's offensive coordinator, all of these stars are aligning for Justin Herbert to be successful. Shady, success for Justin Herbert. What the heck does it look like? For me, it's very simple. Winning two playoff games. I cannot say just winning a playoff game because Justin Herbert lowered the bar so that it's easier for him to jump over. He should have won a playoff game last year. I'm assuming he did win a playoff game last year. You're up 27-0 in the playoffs. I'm counting that as a win. So for me, you got to win not just one but two. And here is why. Of all the incredible things Justin Herbert has done through the first three years of his career, and he has done some incredible things, look at his illustrious passing guards, they have been great. There are so many quarterbacks, especially present day, through three years that have done more with less, not individually, but in totality. Think about quarterbacks through three years that have won playoff games. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Jimmy Garoppolo, Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, uh, Russell Wilson, Jalen Hurts. There's so many players, and you see the list in front of you, that have won a playoff game through their first three years. So while y'all tell me about all of these amazing individual statistics, and I do love the individual statistics, I'm thinking Joe Burrow and Slick, you know this as a Bengals fan, Mm -hmm. he took the Bengals from anonymity to the depths of Mm -hmm. NFL hell Mm -hmm. all the way to the gates of heaven. Mm -hmm. I think about Baker Mayfield. The Cleveland Browns had not won a playoff game since 1994, and Baker Mayfield took the Browns from God knows where to winning a playoff game. Mm -hmm. So I have seen players, Josh Allen, Shady played with Josh Allen, took the Buffalo Bills from playoff appearances, but they ain't gonna win nothing, to now being at the forefront of the NFL, I've seen Patrick Mahomes. Now, the Chiefs were winning games because of Alex Smith and Andy Reid, but they weren't winning Super Bowl games. AFC five times in a row. Deshaun Watson. Y'all know what Deshaun did with the Houston Texans. God knows how bad they were with Bill O'Brien at the helm and no quarterback to show for anything. So when I see quarterbacks do more with less, success for me, Shady, for Justin Herbert, you now have to win two playoff games. I don't care how you do it. Get the bye. Win a wild card. Win divisional. I don't care which two. But please, win something so all those stats mean more. I I follow that up, and and, and I'm going to go a little farther. I got to see him go to the conference game, man. When I I look at this, all the quarterbacks in his draft, think about it. If if, if I ask you to, not even you, but people, if you ask people out there, about the quarterbacks in his draft, they will argue, they probably put Joe Burrow first, yep, right? And they would probably argue, oh, well, well, Justin is right behind him. No, right? Because you got Jalen Hurts in that yep. thing. So if Jalen went to Super Bowl, Joe was a Super Bowl. I might even ask him to do that. Get to the conference game, I got to see it. We want to talk these numbers, these stats, in the first three years, four years, everyone wants to brag about, I need to see them wins. I need to see you in the playoffs winning games. That success looks like for Justin Herbert. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Wasn't Push the chips all the way on the table.
I think he needs to win a playoff game. It's going to be hard in the AFC. We're giving everyone that concession, right? <laughs> That's I mean, true. Like, it's going to be really, really hard. <laughs> I mean, I think we, we were early to the queue of maybe – Justin Herbert needs to start doing a little more winning. Early, you know, we were like, we, we built the queue. We like <laughs> set up we the, created you know, the queue. we set up the stanchions and put up some tents. Yeah. So we've been waiting um, to get in first. The tickets. Yeah, <laughs> we we started it, made the signs. Um, but I think he has, you know, making the playoffs last year was was a building step. Again, I'm I'm with you, Shady. I don't. I, I, talent is amazing, right? It's important. Yep. And and he is clearly talented. And he looks the part, and he's completely lovable, and he's what you'd want in a franchise quarterback, right? All of those things. Check, 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 check. But when you're put and elevated and mm-hmm. catapulted mm-hmm. to the top of the heap, top. you've got to have the team success back it up. And, and I don't, despite the fact that, like, the Chargers is an organization I have some questions about from time to time, I don't think this is an untalented team. Yep. Heck no. So, we did the list yesterday. Yeah, there's like, like really go down the list on both sides of the ball. I can't, ball. I can't really blame the organization at this point oh. if you don't, if it doesn't translate to team success. The AFC is going to be really hard, but if you're going to keep mentioning his name in the, in the same breath as the guys who are doing the winning in the postseason, some with way less. Yes, organizations that were way worse. Y'all are doing too, too much. Too much. Too much. Are we? Mm-hmm. I ain't even get started. I ain't even I, cooking. I, I know, I know, but I'm going to cut it off. Please get ahead, get, get ahead of me on this. Look, I'm a long way from saying that Justin Herbert is a made man, but this idea that because of past failures, now we have to set the bar even higher for this season. I don't. I'm not with that. Uh, winning a playoff game, taking the next step, made the playoffs. To Joyce's point, made the play, made the playoffs last year. Now, take the next step. Especially. Win it. But especially, especially in light of what the AFC is. We did the list the other day of all the quarterbacks and teams and how two, at least two of those, are not going to make the playoffs. So if he makes the playoffs and wins a game, then he's moving in the right direction. I can't take that away. And at I what also. Pace, Slick, are we at not, what pace? Okay, at what pace? But are we gonna, it's a snail pace. Are we going to ignore the injuries that they've had over the last couple uh, of years? Are we going to ignore. What? What? Jamar Chase missed four games what? in the middle of the season. Joe Burrow went three and one. Uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, he lost his best receiver, went to Miami. Patrick Mahomes still won a Super Bowl. If I'm not, really? Really? I thought it needed there to was a, They didn't just lose just, lose just one. They Everybody one. has injuries. Okay, but if we're... What's your man's talking about? I didn't even get to the head coaching. Talk, talk about your man. Like, do we have any qu- questions about Brandon Staley? Like we had questions coach. whether he's going to keep his job or not. Yeah, but that was on Justin Herbert. Really? At the point in which your defense, and Brandon Staley's a defensive-minded coach, if you get four interceptions in a playoff game... Yeah. I'm on Herbie half, Island all by myself oh, out will, here? You'll, honestly, no. you'll stay there. I'm, I'm, I'm being nice to Herbert all offseason. I'm not going to say anything slanderous about social media this or well, that. you already started. You can't just stop now. Yeah, when, is, when the season comes. Stop now. Oh, you you just, you're just saying it up. I'm going to keep my eyes up about that. The season gets here. You know what I mean? Watch. 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 Thank you. Play that all the way to break. Top NFL coaches came out, and you will be disgusted when you see the rankings from this list. You yeah, quite literally crazy. will be shy. It's the craziest thing I've seen in the last 24 hours. I, I need the list of legitimate explanations for why a team uh, doesn't succeed. All right, we got pl- – oh, no, no, no. I bumped the prompter. I'm upset, Shady. 
I'm upset because I saw a list of the top 10 NFL coaches okay. that somebody put out. I think it was PFF's rankings. I respect PFF, but I do not respect and I completely abhor this list. Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, Kyle Shanahan, John Harbaugh, Sean McVay, Dougie P, Nick Sirianni, Sean McDermott, Brian Dable. I will tell you my first major objection. Objection number one, Bill Belichick at number yes. two. Objection number two, surprising fashion, Mike McCarthy not in the top ten. Objection number three, Sean McVay not in the top five. I got those three primary objections. LaShawn McCoy, what's your biggest issue? Belichick definitely shouldn't be on the list. Nah, I mean like tenth, ninth, something like that. You know what? I would I would put Sean McVay up there. Top high. five. Yeah, I would put him got in that top five right now. Uh, Harbaugh, he got to come down a little bit. Got to drop. He got to drop. And uh, that's, drop. that's that's those your those your primary ones. Yeah, long as Andy Reid's up top. Nick Sirianni's on the list. I like that. He should be. I like that. He, should, he might be a little high, Whoa. but he should be Whoa. a little high. He Whoa. earned it though. He earned it though. Oh, Joy, why you give me that look? Joy, why you give me that look? This is irritating. I've been in a bad mood all day over this list. What? <laughs> here's the thing about lists. What's the criteria? Mm -hmm. This. What is the criteria? Is this like their favorite dudes? Or something. Guy, like Shanahan, Shanahan can't be above Sean McVay. Can't. Cannot. That's true. Can't I be above that. Sean McVay. You're in the same division. Yeah. You've been there just about the same amount of time. Can't be above Sean McVay. So, like, in based off what? What is this list based off of? Um, current success? Can't be current success. Can't be. Can't be won Super Bowls or mm. went to Super Bowls. That's a good question. Where's about. Zach Taylor? Oh, he, he not. Oh, yeah. Sirianni's on there. He did the same thing that Zach Taylor did. Yeah. Yeah. Sirianni yeah. should be on there either, though. Hey. Sirianni no, yeah, should be on there. No, 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 no. Dabo had one, one you know, you, good you, you, year. You know one one nine-win season. He's the top ten coach. He didn't win coach of the year. Where's Pete Carroll? How's Pete Carroll? Where's Pete Carroll? Not only wins and losses, though, but I like to see coaches develop players. Sean That's Payton. why Nick Sirianni should be on there. Sean I actually don't have a problem with Nick Sirianni. Joe Burrow, because he came out number one pick overall. They should be nice. I don't you know have I mean? a problem with Nick Sirianni being up there. If if, if the list is best coaches right Pete now, should be on there. based off of last Pete year, should be on there. correct, correct. But that's not what this list is. He developed Geno Smith. Yes, they got rid of Russell Wilson. We all thought it was yeah. going to be garbage, correct. and it was nice. Yeah. Pete Carroll got to be good. on there again. I'm not even biased like that. <laughs> Mike McCarthy, quite literally has to be no, on no, there. No, 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 the Cowboys no, have won no, no, 12 no. games back-to-back -back years, and he also has won no, a Super Bowl. He, he, if John Harbaugh on there, coach, with all due respect, if John Harbaugh on there in the top five, Mike McCarthy got to be on you there. Because McCarthy won in 11, I believe it was, or 10, and John Harbaugh yeah. won in 12. If Harbaugh on there, What's McCarthy the got to be on there. What's the criteria for the list? It's just, it's just their favorite dudes well, in order. We don't know the, the like, criteria. It doesn't but, make no but. sense. Like, and, and Belichick's that too. For what that's, reason? That's, Other that's, than it's just yeah. Belichick? That's appalling. Yeah. That is quite literally appalling. Because he, because low key, he's like bottom what? ten. Let's keep it real. Yeah. What is he right now? Though I was, I said bottom ten. I bottom ten before the show. He's nah, he's lower than ten. He's bottom ten. Like not in the top ten. Like he's in the top. He's in twenty two to thirty two. Okay. Yeah, he's oh. like in the bottom. Oh, okay, okay, oh, okay, you know okay. okay. I'm, I'm thinking more like twenty seven, thirty. That's fair. He, okay. he was my twenty seven. Okay. I just don't want to say it publicly. Yeah. We have no love for Sean Payton. He he, no, well, he, he took a year. Yeah, he coached it. Year off, took a year off. I mean, he's definitely. A but I mean, but is he, is but he like, a fair, coach? Fair question. Nah, coach? No, 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 fair no. question based off of this list because this nah. list makes no sense. <laughs> but no, no, so no. But, but no, you can't use some of it because these, all these coaches coach. Does last he have year. a coaching job? He does. I mean, but, but year off though. Yeah, they so all. So what? Coach he's got he and he and Pete Carroll have 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 more playoff appearances each than the bottom three combined. Yeah, I don't. 
I love Sean Payton. Sean Payton a top guy. Though, he's a top that. 10 guy. No, but he didn't coach last year. Yeah, so he he's not use applicable. It. You got to put N.A. by his joint. Yeah, bro. man. We put a star on that joint. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about all the coaches from last year on. He didn't coach last year. I don't Top. Top, no, no, no. Top 10 head coaches entering 2023. Is Sean Payton not entering 2023? Is he taking another year off? I know. This is my greatest issue. What is it? Like, this week, this list looks kind of weak once you get to the bottom three. Those three have accomplished enough to talk about these are the top ten head coaches. Time out. Hold up. Why in the NFL? I gotta go to break. I gotta go to break. Revisit that when we get back from break. That's cool. Yeah, we're gonna do that. He was doing a little too much. I ain't, like, I ain't like what he did. I ain't like what he did. Mm. All right, we gotta take care. We gotta take care of that when we return. I don't know what slick keep doing. The standards. I don't know what slick Either. doing. But when we get back, we gotta address what slick just said. This list was wild though. It's wild. It didn't make no sense. Unhinged. Ask Draymond though. All right, family, we got to bring y'all into the fun we had last night. Well, some of us, you see Slick Rick DeBuker, you see Joy Taylor, you see your boy hey. at the Angel you see City you. game last night. Who's so missing? stand next to it, we can take a picture uh, of this picture. <laughs> can we do that? Like, can we get a picture of Shady and... In what it picture. might have been yo, like? Yo, what's in your eye, though? Like, you know someone's your eye there in the nah, picture. It's just a squint, bro. You is know it something in your eye? Nah, bro. You got you to hear what it is, bro. You know, you just got to look into that camera, and you just got to get the squint right. It's like it's like you're getting blinded at the same hey, time, but you're not fully blinded, oh, no. too far. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? I'll take notes. That's all it is. I'll take notes next now, time. Here, and hopefully next time you're there. We just trying to take a nice picture on the field <laughs> after the game. You know, Look, that's a nice, nice picture. Yeah. To let us go down there. Did we win? We did win. Obviously, we did win. Oh, shout out to Madison Hammond for getting uh, the first goal. First goal, yes. Buckets. Look, like, you can't sit here and act like it was buckets. You're not even in the picture. But you didn't see the. Did you You're see the? Did you see the goal? Did you see the goal? You're doing too much. You're doing too much. Okay. Shout I was out to fight traffic. Football club. I was fighting traffic. Did you see the goal? Julie and Alyssa are going to Women's World Cup. They made the U.S. Women's national team. Cannot wait. I believe that we will win. 